This is episode number 26 of the Raising Mums podcast. In this episode, I'm talking all about homeschool curriculum, how to choose between them all, what to look for when you're shopping for homeschool curricula for your children. This is a great episode. It's filled with so much value and so much information. So make sure you grab a notebook and pen. Let's get started. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. Assalamu alaikum, welcome everybody. So today we're going to be discussing homeschool curriculum, and we're going to be talking about what to look for when you're shopping for homeschool curriculum, uh, and how to choose. There's so much out there. How do you decide what to use with your children? Now, again, I apologize for the sound. If it's a bit echoey, um, it's because we're renovating the house and there's no carpets down, there's no curtains or anything. The sound is a little bit better on Facebook. If you want to head over there, Instagrammers, it's um, facebook.com forward slash our Muslim homeschool. Right, so for those of you who don't know me, my name is Dr. Gemma Elizabeth. I am the founder of ourmuslimhomeschool.com. And I'm the host of this podcast, Raising Mums, where I talk to you about living with purpose and intention, how to raise your children mindfully. Um, And I am a homeschooling mum myself. I have four kids and we are living here in the UK. So like all the other episodes that I've done previously, this is going to be saved. So don't, don't worry, it will be saved. It'll be available on Facebook in the videos tab. It'll be available on IGTV as well for you guys on Instagram. And it's going to go up on YouTube. And it's going to go up as a podcast, Raising Mums podcast. So don't worry if you can't catch all of this or if you want to come back and revisit the material that we cover. Please share this with your friends. Um, Tell people in your WhatsApp groups and social media, whatever. If you think it's going to benefit them, they can hop on live as well. Um, Or they can watch the replay if you think it's beneficial. So as we go along, comment, ask questions. Um, I would love for us to have a discussion about this uh, because homeschool curriculum can be very overwhelming. Um, I've been there. I know how difficult it can be to make a decision to choose the right thing for your children. So I'm going to give you the tools you need to make that decision. Inshallah, inshallah. Okay, so like I said at the beginning, The topic for today's discussion is homeschool curriculum. So let's start this discussion now while people are popping on. I'd love to know in the comments, if you've recently bought something, some homeschool curriculum, a book for your children, what was it about that curriculum that made you click buy? What was it about that that you chose to invest in that specific curriculum? What swayed you towards it? I'd love to know. Uh, maybe tell us what it was that you bought recently. Pop it in the comments. Welcome, Salam Alia from the Philippines. So glad you're here. Mashallah. Okay. Um, let's. Oh, we've got some more people. Welcome, Salam Sabina, Qur'at, Nazia. I'm oh, glad you're all here. Mashallah. Okay. So while you're popping your ideas in the comments about what it is that makes you pick a certain homeschool curriculum, I'd like to talk to you now about my course. Today is the last day that you can enroll. So this is the last time you're going to hear me talking about this for a whole year, okay? (laughs) So let me tell you about Launch Your Homeschool before we crack on and get into this discussion. So Launch Your Homeschool. Enrollment closes tonight at midnight. It is a step-by-step guide to begin homeschooling. 
to walk you through the beginning stages of homeschooling. It's a step-by-step, systematic approach to take you from feeling confused and overwhelmed to feeling confident and excited to have a plan in place and to know the direction that you're going in Um, and to equip you. It's going to equip you with the tools you need to keep homeschooling successfully year after year, inshallah. All the lessons are taught by video, with the exception of the ebook. There is an ebook included, but it's all video lessons. So when you enroll, you get a video library of 17 pre recorded videos. Um, you get half of it right now, and then you get the remaining half in August. And the lessons are intentionally kept short. They're short but packed with value. Somebody recently commented that there's no waffle, it's just straight to the point. And that's exactly what I've done. I've made them straight to the point packed with actionable, practical advice that you can implement in your home. And because they're about 20 minutes long, you can watch them during nap time. You can watch them you know, while you're having morning coffee, when you're folding laundry. However it is, you want to fit them into your home. Because I know you guys are busy. I know many of you have small children. You, you can't be you know, tuning in at a very specific time for a live session. That's very hard to do, especially if the live session goes on for an hour or more. So the, the lessons are 20 minutes-ish. Um, and they're all pre-recorded and you get lifetime access so you can dip in and out whenever you want you can re-watch them whenever you want inshallah so like I mentioned enrollment closes today tonight at midnight is your last opportunity to enroll in launch your homeschool and then it is closed for the remainder of the year it will not reopen Uh, well my plan is not to reopen it until next summer so this is it this is the last time I'm going to be talking about this now (laughs) so um What's included is it, you've got five or six modules. You've got a module about the foundations of your homeschool. You've got a module about how to create your own curriculum, how to craft a curriculum that aligns with what's important to you as a family, what your values are um, and what the needs of your children are and how to choose the right resources. Um, I'm going to walk you through homeschool planning as well and time management. Time management is so important as a homeschooling mum, as a mum generally. So I've got a whole module about time management. And then the final module is about teaching tools, the essential teaching techniques that you need to homeschool well in your first year. There's an ebook, like I mentioned, and I'm providing support throughout the year with live Q&A sessions um, that there are going to be four, one every term, one, one at the beginning, and then one every term thereafter, just to support you. Um, and answer your questions and give you more of a sort of one-on-one personal uh, feedback and answer all of your questions, inshallah. And there's a student community on Facebook, so you can connect with other like-minded mums as well. And like I mentioned before, the best bits, half of the profits, 50% is going to charity. Alhamdulillah. So enrollment closes tonight. Um, I hope you'll check it out. Launchyourhomeschool.com. If you've got any questions about the course as well, pop them in the comments and I will try to get to them at the end, inshallah. Right, so has anybody got any ideas or thoughts about how you guys are picking homeschool curriculum? Uh, Let me see, how do I find this on here? Okay, Facebook. I'm getting lots of salams from Facebook. Welcome, salam, everybody. But no, how are you picking curriculum, Facebook? Tell me, what is is it that you look for? has anybody got any ideas here on... Oh, Charmaine, you're here again. Welcome, Salam. Sabine, welcome, Salam. Mashallah. Zakia. Okay, you know what? I'm going to just crack on. 
I'm going to crack on because maybe, maybe you're not sure how you pick curriculum. So let me walk you through this. Right. Get out your pens if you've got anything nearby, if you need a notebook, because this is this some serious information I'm going to give you now. This lesson is packed with information. I've got three lists of three. Okay. You're going to want to note this down if you, if you're able to. So when you're thinking about the curriculum that you use. And the reason why we fixate so much upon what curriculum we're using is because we associate, we equate the curriculum we use with the education we're providing our children. They, to us, they're the same. The books we choose, the curriculum we choose is the education we're providing for our children. But that is not, that's not true. (laughs) Charlotte Mason told us and taught us, and What she taught us is actually very, it's common sense, but we don't think of it. She told us that education is an atmosphere, a discipline, and a life. I'm going to walk you through what that means. But curriculum is only a very small part of that. So what was that? Education is an atmosphere, a discipline, and a life. So the atmosphere is you, mum. The atmosphere is you. You are the atmosphere. So what is the ethos you have in your home? What is it that you're teaching your children is valuable on a day-to-day basis? That is the atmosphere. And the atmosphere comes from you, if you're the one who's at home the most. And that is an education. So education is an atmosphere. What are you teaching your children is important. What is valuable? Um, so we can we could attend all the co-op meetings, all the conventions, all the conferences, listen to all the podcasts like this, but none of it will have the same impact on your children as you, as you mum, as having a happy, fulfilled, joyful mum. That is what is going to have a much bigger impact than the curriculum that you choose. The second thing Charlotte Mason said was education is an atmosphere, a discipline. So what do we mean by discipline? She was talking about habits and character, developing good character. That is a huge part of an education, of the education you provide for your children is teaching them good habits that they will use for the rest of their life and making sure that they leave your home with good character. And that is so important in our faith as well, isn't it? And finally, she spoke about education is an atmosphere, a discipline and a life. So by life, she's talking about living ideas. That is where curriculum comes in, the the last part of education. She taught us that the mind feeds on ideas. And therefore, children should have a, a generous curriculum. So what does that mean? That means that children should have a, a broad, wide, varied feast of ideas presented to them. Uh, and those ideas come from living books. They also come from life experiences, from, from being in the world, from observing the world, from observing nature. Charlotte Mason, the Charlotte Mason philosophy is an, edu- is an ideas-based education where ideas are very much central to it. So you get ideas from your living books and from your life experiences. Um, So if you are wanting to give your children this broad, wide, beautiful feast of ideas, how do you do that? That's what we're going to talk about now. That is the curriculum that you're all here to find out about. How do you give them this rich, beautiful, idea-filled curriculum? So before you even start down, sit down and start shopping, before you even go to that bookshop or or hop online, there are three things you need to consider. This is the next list of three, okay? Get your pens out. The first thing you need to consider, actually let me list all three out. The, The list of three is, 
your children, yourself, and your life situation. These are the things you need to think about before you buy anything, okay? First of all, your children. This is obvious, okay? The age of your children, the ability of your children. Think about that. Also think about the way they learn. Is this curriculum going to work for the way they learn? So do they work well sitting down at a table with a pen and paper? Or are they more hands-on? Um, do they like to move? Do they like hands-on learning? Or maybe they learn very well from hearing things. Are they an auditory learner? Does the, the curriculum that you're using um, help them to achieve the goals that you have for them, the aims and aspirations you have for your children? If not, why are you even considering it? The next thing you need to think about is yourself, mum. You're the one that's going to be sitting with your children day in, day out, opening that book. So think about yourself. Does it align with the educational philosophy that you want to establish in your home? Charlotte Mason, Montessori, Waldorf, whatever it might be. Does it align with that? Also, mum, does it, does it work to your strengths? Does it help you with your weaknesses? So for example, consider a maths. Many of us struggle with maths. Fortunately today, there are so many math curricula out there that will take you by the hand and walk you through this. They will tell you what to say, what to do, what to prepare, how much to do. They will literally tell you exactly what to do. And that can be online, that can be tutors online, or that can be in book form. And it's not just maths. Every subject has that. So if you're in a situation where you feel nervous about a certain subject, there are so many. Alhamdulillah, in English, there are so many options for you. But likewise, what about the opposite? What if you love Arabic? You're very good at Arabic. You enjoy teaching it. Then a curriculum that lays it all out for you, that tells you what to say and what to do, that would be very restrictive for you. And you wouldn't enjoy using that. You want something that gives you more flexibility and more freedom. So when you're shopping for curriculum, bear that in mind. Not only where do you struggle, but also what do you love doing? You don't want anything too restrictive um, in those situations too. And also your values. Does what you're using align with your values? Now, I'm all for, I think it's important to, to allow children to learn about different values and different beliefs and to see the world from a different point of view. But I think that comes later on. When your children are younger, you really should be presenting them with material that, that aligns with what you believe and what you want them to believe. So have a look at that. Think about that before you buy anything. And the last thing. So the first thing you need to consider is your children. The next thing is yourself. And finally, when you're picking curriculum, you need to think about your life situation. Are your children going to be going into school soon? If so, that is going to affect the curriculum that you pick. Um, are you working? Are you working part-time, full-time, in the home, out the home? That is going to change what you use because you're gonna to want to incorporate more things that they can work through independently, or that maybe a child minder can easily pick up and use with them. So that's gonna affect your decision as well. Um, also, if you have a large family, you're gonna be looking for things that you can use with all your children together. Um, finances, of course, can you afford it? What's your budget like? It's gonna affect what you choose. And thankfully, alhamdulillah, there's a whole range for every budget. Every budget, there's something for you out there. Do you have a little baby? Are you expecting? Are you pregnant again? Or are you unwell? Again, that's going to affect what you choose. You're going to want to pick things that are that let your children work independently um, rather than things that are very teacher intensive. 
So that was the next list of three. The things to consider before you even go into that bookshop, before you even open your computer and start browsing, think about your children, yourself, and your life situation. So now you're ready. You've thought about all of those things. You're ready to buy. Right. You go into the shop, you pick up something. Or you go online and you click on that thing on Amazon. How do you know if this is going to work? First of all, look at the content. Does it align with your values? Again, we spoke about that. Does it meet, will it help your children achieve the goals that you have set for them? Secondly, the approach. Is it Charlotte Mason? Does it align with the Charlotte Mason philosophy or whichever philosophy you subscribe to? Does it align with the same approach that you want to? Um, And look at the way it's delivered, the delivery. Is that going to work for your children? Like we said before, if you've got a child who likes to move, who likes to do hands-on activity, then that workbook that you pick up in the supermarket is probably not going to hold their attention for very long. Is it going to work for you? You know, we spoke about your strengths, your how much time you have, um, your finances. And look at the delivery again. Is it going to work for your life situation? So that was your third list of three. So if we quickly go through them again. When you're thinking about the education of your children, curriculum is not everything. The three things to an education are atmosphere, discipline, and life. Um, So the atmosphere was what you prioritize in your home. Um, It was what the ethos that you have and what you present to your children as important. Discipline is about developing good habits for your children and um, making sure that they leave your home with good character. Um, And then the last thing was discipline, life was are the ideas that the living ideas you present to your children that is where curriculum comes in the next thing we need to consider the next list of three was before you even open that book before you go on amazon think about um let me scroll to it there we go think about your children think about yourself and think about your life situation and the final list of three when you do finally have a look at that book and have a look at that curriculum online look at the content look at the approach and look at the delivery and does that align with all the things you considered before so if you liked the way that i teach if you like the way i approach things and break things down and hopefully simplify things for you i hope you will consider enrolling in launch your homeschool i hope you will consider that Um, launchyourhomeschool.com all the details are there and remember enrollment closes tonight midnight tonight and then it's closed for the year inshallah so all the information you need is at launchyourhomeschool.com so have a look there read through the the lessons that are going to be included in the course read through the frequently asked questions there's a section that says is this course right for you is this course wrong for you so please do check that out too so i'm going to answer questions now um If you've got questions, please pop them now in the comments. Uh, If you've got questions, Facebook, please pop them in the comments and I'll do my best to answer them all for you. Have some water before we do that. Okay. I think we'll start with Instagram because I did a call for questions yesterday on Instagram. So... Okay. Okay, can you guys see that? Right. So Fatima is saying that kids don't listen to mum and what to do to make them learn when they are not interested. Okay, so I think that that's the situation. We've all been in Fatima, so I can totally understand that. When the kids don't want to listen to you, uh, how do you get them to sit down and learn? 
The first thing that I would say to you is you cannot make your children learn. If you're in a situation where you're forcing them to sit down and do it, you will find that they have not retained anything from that lesson. If they're not engaged, if they're not interested in what you're teaching them, they're not learning. You're just forcing them. You're just damaging your relationship with them. Um, you cannot, that doesn't work in a homeschool setting. So what you need to do is break this down and look at why is it that my kids do not want to learn this material? And it could be a whole variety of reasons, Fatima. It could be, um, it could be that the material is too hard, the material is too easy. It could be like we spoke about before, that it's not presented in a way that suits them. Because you're, you're homeschooling now, okay? This is not, I'm very much against the whole one size fits all idea of schooling. If your children go to school, that's what they get. They get taught the same material in the same way by the teacher. It doesn't matter how they learn, what their ability is, that's school. But you are at home now. You have an incredible ability, an incredible, so many options open to you now, Fatima, to teach them in a different way and to teach them in a way that meets their needs. So is what you're teaching them um, meeting their needs? Is it teaching them in a way that works for them? Um, and also consider again, if your children are not engaged in what you're, what you're trying to teach them, look at the atmosphere that's in your home. Is it a joyful atmosphere? Is it a happy atmosphere? I know we all go through times when things are hard, um, but all in all, do they feel safe? And do they feel loved? And do they feel happy? That's, if you address that, if you address the atmosphere in your home and you make sure that the material that you're presenting to them um, works, it teaches them in a way that works for them, then inshallah, these problems will vastly improve for you. Inshallah, I hope that's helped. Okay, and next question on Instagram. Um... <laughs> okay, this is an interesting question. I've never got asked this before. Anthea. Anthea has said, um, we know you follow Charlotte Mason, but if you were to choose another style, which one would you choose? Um, <laughs> uh, I, do, I don't know, Anthea. You know what? The reason I don't know is because I don't know enough about the others. I know bits and pieces. I know a vague overview, um, but I don't know in depth. So I couldn't really, I couldn't really say. But what I do know is that they are very similar in terms of the fact that the child is the focus. It's not about passing an exam. It's none of them about passing an exam. None of the methodologies are about cramming your child's brain with information so that they can pass tests and exams. Um, none of them are. They're all about nurturing the child and helping that individual child to achieve their greatest potential. So in that respect, they're all very similar, um, but it's very difficult for me to, to single another one out. Uh, Charlotte Mason is really my passion and, and the way that I, I choose to go. Um, okay, let's see what else we've got. Okay, Karina, is this? Yes, Karina. Karina has asked, do you have any tips for a very reluctant writer to write? Yes, <laughs> I do have some tips because again, it comes to, down to how you're approaching it. Um, you. Try and think outside the box, Karina. Try not to assume that to teach a child to write, you need to buy them a writing curriculum. Yes, that's part of it. You know, you can use the curriculum to help you, but it doesn't need to be everything. Um, for example, I was doing a lesson with my children the other day, a grammar lesson, and I decided to just get rid of the books, forget the books. We got a scrap piece of paper, and I wrote some silly sentences 
um, that made them laugh on that piece of paper. And I asked them as a group to put the punctuation in, to correct the spelling. And they learned so much more from that lesson and enjoyed it so much more than if I had just sat down to them and said, right, you know, let's learn this punctuation rule, do these exercises. So again, I think, Karina, it comes down to how you're approaching it. Try and be creative and try and make it fun. You, you know, as a homeschooler, you do not need to do every single page in the book. You can skip a session out. You can skip a lesson out if your child doesn't need it. Um, I would also recommend for you, Karina, if you're looking for an actual curriculum, I'd recommend Brave, Brave Writer. Um, I've not used it myself, but um, I've had little glimpses inside and it does seem like an excellent curriculum. So have a look at that as well. Um, okay, and so someone's asked, can I use the Waldorf curriculum in the UK? So I'm not sure what you mean, can you? In the UK, there are no laws. There's no uh, law about what curriculum you follow. You don't have to to homeschool in a specific way, alhamdulillah. So you can choose to homeschool and use whatever curriculum you want, so long as you are actually providing your children with an education. So can you follow it? Yes. Um, you can absolutely follow it here in the UK. I hope that's, that's what you're asking. Okay, and so I think the same sister has asked, how can someone not specialised um, or not have experience, who doesn't have experience write a curriculum? So I think what you're referring to is my course. So my course is about guiding you to craft a curriculum for your children. But what I mean by that is I'm not telling you to start from scratch and write a, a maths curriculum, for example, from beginning to end for each of your children. What I'm talking about there is using what's already out there. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Use what's already out there, pick the right things and put them together in a way that is cohesive and that will give your children a well-rounded um, and excellent education. That's what I'm talking about. No, I'm not talking about starting from scratch and creating and writing your own curriculum for each of your children, for each subject. That, that's not what I was referring to then. Okay, I'll just pop over to Facebook and then we can always come back to Instagram. Okay. Okay, so Sister Jun is saying, are you providing all the teaching material? So again, is that in refer reference to the course? The course does not provide um, the curriculum. Like I said, uh, and I hope that you can understand, homeschooling, uh, education is not a one-size-fits-all. I could give you I could give you a, a one-size-fits-all curriculum. That wouldn't be hard, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for your children. When you're homeschooling, you have the opportunity to really create something unique that meets the unique needs of your children. So, June, no, I'm not, I'm not providing all the teaching material. I do make references to some of my favorite resources um, so that you can check them out, but there's no obligation to use that. Instead, what I do in the course is I give you the tools you need. I give you uh, checklists and, and all the information you need and to empower you to make those decisions yourself. So because you know your children, I don't, <laughs> I don't know your children. So how on earth can I make a curriculum for your children that is going to work? You, if, if that's the sort of thing that people want, then that's why they go to school. You have something better. You can offer them something so much better. And that's what the, the, the course offers. It gives you um, the information and the tools you need to do that yourself. I hope that answers your question. Yes, 
So um, somebody's asking, will this be uploaded onto YouTube? Yes, everything is going to, this, inshallah, um, this will all be uploaded onto YouTube and be available to replay. So Nazia has asked, what about if the parents' education is not good? And that, that question does come up um, quite often, or they don't have good communication skills. So if your education, if you consider your education to be flawed, you're not alone. I think 90% of homeschoolers are actually home educating their own children because their own schooling experience was so flawed. It was so poor and they don't want that for their children. They want something better. And when you homeschool, it's more about learning alongside. That's one of the beautiful things about home education. And those of you who are, who are homeschooling now can agree with me and attest to the fact that when you homeschool, it fills in the blanks and the gaps that you had from your own education. You learn so much and it's so beautiful. And what's even more beautiful is that you're learning alongside your children. And it's, it's a beautiful experience. So it makes no difference if your education was not good. Because in today's day and age, there is so much out there to help you. There are so many resources, not just books and curriculum, but networks online, YouTubers, blogs, courses, podcasts like this to support you. Um, we are very, very fortunate that today homeschooling has never been more accessible and it has never been more affordable as well. Alhamdulillah. Um, and if you don't have good communication skills, I'm not sure, Nazia, about that. I, I'm not sure how to answer that one. I'm sorry. Uh, if you don't have good communication skills, let me have a think about that. Uh, I know that you've actually enrolled in the course, mashallah. So if I can think of something that will answer that question for you, I will get in touch, inshallah. Okay, so Simona has asked, good question, Simona. And Simona has asked, how do you homeschool a four-year-old? Uh, how do you homeschool a four-year-old reception year? Is the course suitable for this year or is it too early? Right. So, Simona, it depends on your child and it depends on what your hopes are for that child. My personal recommendation for, more, for most people is that formal education does not begin until, seven, until your child is seven years old Islamically, which is at roughly six and a half. But formal education doesn't mean that before that you can't do anything. There is plenty that you can do before the age of seven, but before the age of six, um, that is valuable, that is educational, that you can do with younger children. Um, so, but what, but what I mean by formal education is more intense, it's more sit, sit down in the chair and get the pen and paper out, that's what I'm talking about. Before six and a half, there are plenty of things you can do. Um, Play-based activities, more hands-on learning. Um, so yes, you can absolutely educate your children at home from the age of four, but it starts to get more serious from six and a half, seven years old. Um, is the course suitable or is it too early? No, absolutely. You can definitely join because you can craft your own curriculum um, and choose the right resources for your four-year-old. Um, and you can, you can learn from the time management uh, part of the course as well. Um, and you can definitely take benefit from the teaching techniques. And um, those would definitely work as well for you, Simona. Inshallah. Okay, I'll just have a bit more water. Um, so Sabah has asked, do we need to create our own curriculum using your model template? I offer you 
um, information on how to do that, but I also give you recommendations on um, complete curriculum, they're called. Complete curriculum, which you can literally, which are pre-packaged if you want to use them. I, as I mentioned in the course, I don't recommend it, um, and I tell you in the course why I don't recommend it, but there are a few that are better than others, and I put that in the course for you. I think what most people do, and which is what I certainly did when I started off, is they they buy what's called a complete curriculum, and then they pick and choose within that. So they're not creating everything from scratch. So for example, they might use a curriculum for literature and history, and for maths perhaps, but then for the other subjects, for science, for languages, they're happy to do their own thing. So yes, um, if, you, if you do invest in my course, you are given the tools to create your own curriculum from scratch, uh, not from scratch, from, you, you are given the tools to create your own curriculum and craft one to the needs of your own children, um, but that doesn't mean you're starting from scratch. It means that you're piecing together what's already out there um, to make something beautiful and, and wholesome for your family and for your children. Okay, let's have a little look on here. Okay, so Autism Inclusion has asked, how will you prepare your children for their GCSE exams? Okay, my eldest son is 10, um, so I've not thought in great detail about this, to be honest. Um, but what I would say is that for some subjects, mashallah, he's well ahead of what they would be doing in school. So I'm not really worried about pre preparation for GCSEs in that sense, because in terms of the material, because we've been able to go at his own pace, he's excelled in some, some areas. In other areas, he's pretty much average. Um, but in some, he's able to, to, to he's, a, he's ahead a little bit. So I'm not worried about the content, but perhaps I need to do exam preparation rather than the content. And that's something that I'm not going to do um, now at 10 years old. I'll probably start thinking about how to do that when he's maybe 14. And the great thing about homeschooling is that you can split the GCSEs out. So here in the UK, typically, children who are 16 will sit 10 GCSEs in one summer, sometimes more. Um, that's a huge amount of stress. Can you remember how stressful that was? When you homeschool, you don't need to do that. You can split the whole thing out. You can split it up between two, three years. Um, and that's much more manageable. And that's what many, many home educators choose to do. Um, okay. Okay, so I have a question here. How do you homeschool a child who has very selective preferences of things? <laughs> That's a very polite way of saying it, Sabah, mashallah. Who has very selective pre preferences of things that they want to do at home. And most preferences are playing games only. Yeah. I think we can all relate to that in some respect. What you're saying is that your children only want to do what they want to do. <laughs> So then what I would recommend for you, again, it comes down to those three things we spoke about at the beginning, about education, atmosphere, discipline, and life. Look at the atmosphere in your home. Is the atmosphere in your home conducive to providing your children with an education that you want? Is it conducive with, does it uphold what you value? Or is the atmosphere in your home valuing video games and goodness knows what else? So have a look at that, and it might mean that you have to take away video games, cut back on the amount of time they're allowed to play. Because if children don't have access to that, they're not gonna be able to do it. They will have to find other things to do. Um, what else, uh, atmosphere discipline. So again, habits. 
um, try and help your children to establish good habits in their life. Um, so that will mean having a morning routine for them. Having a morning routine, children love having a morning routine. And if you leave them free without a routine, without knowing what's coming next, what are they going to do? They're going to pick up their video games. They're going to pick up their, their iPad or whatever it is. So it's really good to have some kind of routine and some good habits in place. Um, and also, like I said, education is an atmosphere, discipline, and a life. So have them have, have valuable ideas, valuable resources that they enjoy um, available to them and give them the option to pick them up. So if, they're, if it's available to them, inshallah, then they'll be able to pick that up. Um, how do I enjoy teaching and playing with the kids? It feels like a chore. That, that breaks my heart a little bit, but I understand where you're coming from. And I think what the issue is there, sister, is not that, it's not that there's anything wrong with you. It's not that there's anything wrong even with the way you're approaching it. How do you enjoy teaching and playing with your kids? I think that you need to start looking after yourself. You're, if you're coming from a place where you are empty, when you're lacking in energy, in, where you don't have good health, where you're not getting enough sleep, maybe you're not fulfilled and satisfied and learning. If you're coming from that place to try and educate your children and play with them, then it is going to feel like a drag. It is going to feel like a chore because you don't have that vibrancy that you should have. You don't have that energy that you should have. So don't beat yourself up about not enjoying it. Don't judge yourself. We've all been in that situation. What I would say is start looking after yourself better and do it not just for yourself, but for your children as well. Get some more sleep. Cut out the things in your life that are not necessary and start taking better care of yourself. And then you will start to enjoy these things. You will start to enjoy spending time with your children more. Okay, right. Let's have a little look over here. Um, okay, so we've got another question. So actually, thank you, Autism Inclusion. That's an awesome question. This has come up multiple times in my emails. Okay, um, if, <clears throat> oh, hold on. How do you do, okay, so I've misread the question. Autism Inclusion has asked, how do you take exams if you're in, a, in the UAE or if you're abroad? I honestly do not know the answer to that question. Um, I apologize. If it's very important to you, if it's something that's relevant to you right now, then please email me. Um, either myself or my assistant will, will help you to find the answer to that question. But I don't know, I don't know the answer to that one, I'm afraid. Um, Welcome, Salam, Dawn, oh, how are you, mashallah, okay. So if, um, finally, if I've had the question, is this course, is Launch Your Homeschool relevant if you don't live in the UK? Yes. This course is about giving you the framework, giving you the principles you need to create a homeschooling life where you thrive and where your children thrive. It's not about a one-size-fits-all thing. The resources that I recommend may only be available in the UK and the US and Canada, but that is only a very small part of the course. The most of the course, the vast majority of the course, is about empowering you as a mother to giving you the confidence that you need to make the right decisions for your family and for your homeschool. So yes, wherever you live, whether it's the UAE, whether it's Australia, um, America, Canada, UK, Netherlands, all of the places that I've heard from people, yes, 
This course can still be valuable to you, even if you don't live in the UK. Right, okay, I think I'm going to have to wrap up now. Um, so, like I said before, if you like the way I teach, if you've enjoyed this session, I hope you will consider enrolling in Launch Your Homeschool. Enrollment closes tonight at midnight, and then it is closed for the rest of the year. I'm really going to be invested heavily in those who have enrolled already in the course and be there to support them uh, and make sure that they succeed for the remainder of this year and really help them. So I'm not reopening enrollment, um, so it closes tonight, midnight. So if you, if you want to enroll or if you're considering enrolling and you just want to know a bit more, go to launchyourhomeschool.com. All the information is there. Also feel free to email me. Gemma at OurMuslimHomeschool.com and I will do my best to answer your questions as quickly as I can um, before midnight comes around. So thank you guys, thank you everyone who's joined me live, it's been a really enjoyable session, uh, it's something I'm very passionate about as I'm sure you can tell, um, I've really enjoyed speaking with you all today, I appreciate you all, thank you so much for joining me. Um, next week, the next two weeks I'll be off. There will not be a live session for the next two weeks. I want to make sure that those students in the course are happy. They know what they're doing um, and I want to be there to support them. But then I'll be back, inshallah, after Eid uh, to do some more uh, podcast episodes for you, inshallah. So thank you so much, everybody, for joining me today. I hope you have a beautiful day. Assalamu alaikum.